you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and dungeon master, Kenny. We have with us for the body horror campaign, our entire party, starting with our cleric. Hey everyone, this is Nick as Ichabod. Our ranger druid. Hey everybody, Scott playing Redclaw. Our paladin. Hi everyone, this is Jesse playing Welch Brokhard. I love how you always peek the audio when you say your own name in the intro. Like most people deliver like meh, 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 and they're always like boom, boom. It's great. Uh, and our fighter warlock. Hello everyone, this is Dylan playing you. So as we last left off, the party had essentially received a, you know, forced holiday to relax and recoup from their initial mission into the blighted lands of the forest and were tasked that after they rested two days that they uh, travel and deliver their final mission to strike a deathly blow at uh, what was before them. How do you all prepare? Is this our two days downtime? Let's assume so. I'm uh, kind of kicking myself for not doing this before, but um, I'm going to buy some components I need for some spells. Okay. Didn't we also just get a bunch of money? Yeah, as well, like right? a, a ass ton of money. Okay. <laughs> you know, all of this money to spend in the woods. Yeah. I don't like your attitude, sir. The Conclave is the best place to spend money. This is where conclave, money gets spent, sir. The Conclave is like... Uh, so this is Dylan speaking. The Conclave is like where I grew up, Swanton. We have one one little shop, and it's made out of an old barn. And we have the essentials. Bread, eggs, beer, and uh, pepperoni rolls. But you can get things ordered there, and it's two weeks from anywhere. That's true. I'm a dab dan man, damn it. I'm a dab dan man. I didn't get hit by no train. Uh, God damn to, pedophilias. To, to be clear here. Uh, could, could we have a conversion of Aston into gold coins? Um, I'm pretty sure you guys each got 10,000 gold. That's what it was. I mean, Jeez, it was gosh. That is indeed an Aston. We're going to die. <laughs> Look at the bright yeah. side. Y'all came into money. <laughs> yeah, Recently come into more money. Fantastic. No I'd, spend. I'd say you can't spend it if you're dead, but you literally work for like a patron of death. I don't know how that works. Uh, uh, speaking of patron of death, yep. uh, he's getting a phone call. Okay. Listen, if you know, when you serve a patron of death, you're well acquainted with the fact that you can't take anything with you. So you gotta spend that whole ass ton of money. I mean, you got it. That's not true. He likes. He has like all kinds of stuff there. And I'm pretty sure if I'm on his good side, he'll be like, "Yeah, bring whatever you want." Come on down. All right. Um, for the two days of downtime, Dracon, for at least for Red Claw, I've I've got some things laid out. Uh, one, the first thing I'd like to do is see if I can upgrade mine and Volk's equipment. So what are the stores like in the conclave? Are magical items common or not? Um, 
<clears throat> I mean, so, you know, bear in mind that you guys are essentially doing the highest level of work for the Conclave. So, like, they don't even really take your money. So, like, if you ask for something, if they have it, they give it to you. I have a list. Well, pitter-patter. I would like to know if a staff of healing is present in the Conclave. Not that they can spare. They are, they are using them already. Of course they are. Um, what is the... Is there any ironbark armor? Yes. Wow. Uh, if, if there's two, I would like one for Vulcan myself. Okay. Well, that was easy. Um, yeah. Uh, any boots of elven kind? Uh, so I was thinking, like... <clears throat> Um, probably not. That's fair. Just because, like, thematically and, like, the way they look is super on brand for something like a Druid Conclave to possess. Mm -hmm. But the effect that they bequeath is, is, like, a stealth sneak thing. But as far as the Druids are considered, they're kind of always welcome in the forest. Why would they need to be quiet in it? That's fair. Uh, no, that's very reasonable, especially because even if they did need to be quiet, I would assume living in the forest, they kind of know how to do that already. Right. And then I've got two more things and I'll, or three more things and I'll pass it off. So just, <laughs> um, really quick robe of eyes by any chance, <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw it. If they're going to give anything away. Sure. Sure. I understand that. I'm just, I will laugh at that request. No. Okay. Mainly because cool. that, that was, that was L's big F huge to the campaign yeah. last time. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then the last thing, or one of the last two things, Ring of Spell Storing, so I can store up to six levels worth of spells. Is any one of those around? Uh, they have a circlet that is the similar effect. Cool. I will borrow that with a promise to give it back. And then the last thing is I would also like to pick up X amount of components for various spells, including Conjure Woodland Creature. Aha. And I mean, do any of those have an actual gold cost? Uh, that is a great question. I will look it up and type it in the chat if that's okay. Yeah, I mean, assumedly, it, unless any of them have like a crazy cost um, or are materials that I would struggle to rationalize you being able to find here, go ahead mm -hmm. and say that you get them. Okay, and then really quick, um, sorry, it's been a while. Ironbark armor gives how much to AC? Um, the way I believe I, I put it before was it's, you know, you could have it as certain equivalents, you know, okay. to, to other armor types. Um, so, like, what armor do you want it to be mimicking, essentially? So, so according to the rules, uh, I'm proficient in up to leather armor, medium armor. And I'm going to assume putting heavy armor on my wolf is not a good idea. So I would say that best he could also wear medium so let's go ahead and say that uh, Ironbark armor weighs half as much, is donned in like half the time. Okay. Um, does not impose disadvantage on stealth and has no maximum dex uh, modifier to AC. Is magical Ooh. and is plus one. Well, all right then. Thank you kindly. Uh, this elf is done. <laughs> Um, do you want to check the barding for 
Your boy? The barding? Yeah, for your wolf. You're going to have to. My vocabulary is terrible. Barding? Oh, barding is horse armor. Ah, yes. I'd like to do that too then. Well, if you can find for me a chart somewhere that depicts how much it's barding costs. Four times the amount. Well, it's four times the amount for a horse. No, I mean like uh like the different distinctions for for armor. Like So I've got it on D D Beyond. Um it says barding, adventuring gear for to protect animals' head, neck, chest, and body. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has light, medium, and heavy. And then it either gives an AC modifier or just says what the AC becomes. Like, for instance, when you get to ring mail, splint, plate, it just says 14, 18. Whereas if you do half plate, it's 15 plus dex modifier, max two kind of thing. Gotcha. Do you want me to, I can put the link in the Discord. Um, You can either do that or just apply the same rationale that I've spoken about your, your, bar, your iron bark armor. Okay, I'll do that for Volk too. Magic plus one, no disadvantage on stealth, uh, no maximum to the decks, and can be dawn and doffed in half the time. Okay, thank you. All right, let's see. All right, who's next? You guys go ahead. I'm learning how expensive it is to be a cleric. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, I'm also now looking through the spell, the the very few spells that I have to make sure I don't. Okay. Yeah, and I've been shopping for magical items because why not? And good golly. Okay. So I think I'm kind of ready, though. All right, well, go for it. Good. Winches, go ahead, bud. All right. Um, I'm looking for a sentinel shield. Uh, can you run that have... one past me real quick? While holding the shield, you have advantage of an initiative rolls and wisdom perception checks. Oh, okay. So it's like a shield with an eye on it. Yep. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> let's say this. Um, what 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 armor are you wearing? Full plate. Okay. Let's uh, say that the the smith um, offers to enchant the sentinel shield's effect onto your breastplate. Oh, that's even better. He can keep all of his heraldry. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely be all about that. All right, so there is, I mean, in addition to whatever crest work on your breastplate, um, amongst, like, the collarbone area is a singular sort of pearlescent uh, inset uh, eye. Oh, that's so dope. That's awesome. So, yeah, there's a there's that eye then on his breastplate right above the uh, the crest of the city of Yal on a wall. Gotcha. Yeah, that's so awesome. I'm happy with that. I'm guessing that takes a lot of my money, so. Uh, they don't charge you a thing for it. Oh, Jesus. Like I was saying, um, you, you guys are doing this, like, amazing task for these people, so. Uh, Whatever what they I can do for you, all they can do for you. All right. Uh, Ichabod? <sighs> Uh, what's the odds of me getting a bag of holding or a Heward's handy haversack? Easy, both. Oh, sweet. I'll I'll go with the haversack then. Okay. <laughs> um. 
Okay. So... Where, where do I start? Could I acquire a focus worth at least 1,000 gold pieces, such as a crystal ball, a silver mirror, or a font filled with holy water? Like a... Like for scrying purposes? Yes. Like specifically for scrying purposes. Right. Um, so, uh, no is totally a valid answer. No, I, I, I and it, and it, and it isn't the answer because I mean, okay. fuck, I've given other party members way more stuff in value than a thousand gold. Uh, I just wanted to thematic this in an appropriate way. Like, it just seems weird for me, uh, to have the conclave like, oh, here is exactly a crystal ball. Yeah. Um, so here's what you get instead. Um, you okay. get a amulet that you can wear. Uh, and as long as you're wearing it for a full day, this uh, this this vessel will gently take away a small amount of your life essence that you won't even notice. Like mm -hmm. it, it's almost like it's uh, photosynthesizing by proxy of being next to you. Okay. Um, so it's it's very very gentle. You it's not harmful. It's just like trying to figure out the theming for it. And once a day, it's f when it after it you know has been used. After a day's day's time, it'll be full again and can be uh, when you squeeze the gland, the uh, sort of silvery liquid that pastes onto your hand can be used as a scrying surface. Okay. Or to, you know, another surface. It's just like, imagine as just like a small gland of, you know, self-producing glue or something like that. And once per day, you can use it as a scrying focus. Okay. Sorry, Dungeon Master. Just want to confirm. You said that for Iron Bark, there's no dex limit, right? Correct. My wolf is better than me in almost everything now. All right. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, yes. <laughs> go ahead. I, I had to go through my list because I have not done that lately. Um. Uh, I could use some diamonds for uh, either raise dead or revivify. Okay. Revivify is 300 gold piece value um, and raise dead is 500 gold piece. So honestly, either one will work if I get the 500 gold piece. You are uh, sort of the, the druid that helps you mm -hmm. um, calls into the earth and out comes a Zorn. And the Zorn uh, agrees to honor a pact with the Conclave and produces from its interior uh, a pair of Zorn handful, mind you, so pretty big hands, mm -hmm. uh, so a satchel full of diamonds, valued oh. at about 3,000. Wow, okay. So you have about 3,000 worth of diamond in your position. GP. Cool. Um, ah, ah, too many tabs open. Oh, God. Um, okay. Could that Zorn um, crush up, say, a thousand gold piece worth of those diamonds so I could then use them as the components for greater restoration? Um, he just produces for you a, a second, a 
single handful of diamond dust valued at 3,000 and gives it to you. Okay. Wow. The Lord. Okay. And now, now, computer, get your shit together. Um. Then the last note. Uh, the last thing is, could I get some really nice incense uh, from somebody here? I assume druids have incense. Sure. But okay. to, to what purpose? Uh, to use for the spell Hallow or Legend Lore. Gotcha. Okay. So in which case, how much do you need per casting of either of those? Uh, legend lore is 250 gold piece of incense, uh, which is consumed. And then I'll also need to get, um, four ivory strips, uh, which are not consumed, thankfully. Okay. Uh, hallow takes a thousand, but that's one that I don't intend on casting a lot. That's kind of a, like, if there's anything particularly horrific. All right. They give you two and a half thousand gold worth of bricks of incense. Okay. And, uh, the ivory strips that you need neat thank you uh i will i will thank all of them graciously um and that's a lot of things um the only other thing is a super simple request oh. i would like to get a a cloak that i can kind of throw over top of my armor mm. uh that i can use to hide my radiant glowing hand okay and that's that's not expensive at all. They just sort of yeah, give no, you it's, just like it's just very something nice. <clears throat> well, so I, that might not be necessary because okay. what I was going to describe to you mm -hmm. during this downtime is you realize that there's a system to your arms presence. Oh, OK. Uh, you can essentially dispel your arm whenever you want. Oh, neat. Now, it is okay. magical. Uh-huh. So so my arm could be dispelled right. <laughs> by someone else. Right. That's an important thing to note. <laughs> but it would come back. Okay. And so sort of by, you know, training with your new arm, you realize that you can, you know, reduce the brightness. You can actually burn a first level. Uh, wait, light is a cantrip, isn't it? Light is indeed a cantrip. And is Daylight a second level spell? I want to say Daylight is a third level, uh, but if you give me a uh, second... I just I took it. Check. Daylight is a third level spell. All right, so okay. you can use your arm as a focus point for either of those spells. Ooh. And if you do so, it is the focus point for those spells, obviously, and mm -hmm. their effects reach is increased by 50%. Ooh, neat. Okay. All right. Uh, then I think that kind of does it for me. Cause that that was a lot of of gifts. It was it was a lot of monetary value, but not a lot of like mechanical. Well, it is a fair bit of mechanical prowess, but <laughs> none of these things are eternal, unlike some of the other benefits I've given the other party members. All right. 
I, oh, I did oh. I did honestly consider giving you just like an ever growing incense incense block. But I was like, that's that's a lot. Uh enemy can smell me from a mile away. <laughs> Got him. I yeah, have no. what I need. I will let you know. All right, are you ready for this list? Sure. <laughs> okay. I need one sack full of powdered cocoa beans. <laughs> hmm. They charge you 10,000 coin for that. Oh my god! <laughs> I pay it. <laughs> uh, that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call playing the character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they give I don't you, understand what money is. Fuck. Um, no, they give you a small spice satchel instead ooh, and I mention like that this small maybe oh. 10 ounce satchel uh will fill with cocoa powder every sun rise that's fantastic um i wonder if you have uh something like this but only uh with water uh i don't want to drink uh the water out there it might be uh bad for all of us they instead offer you a <clears throat> ring of sustenance Sure, I'll wear that. Now, bear in mind, ring, rings of sustenance in my universe also make, you know, if you indulge in drink or eating, it's completely bland. It's 100% tasteless. Oh, no, 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 thank you. Hey, can you I can just take off? the ring off? <laughs> okay, all right, then never mind. I will take. Uh, I'm uh, used to having a bag full of cocoa powder if I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't see the irony right. in that uh, but also rings of sustenance I don't remember if they do this in 5th edition but if they do uh, it does not prevent you from needing to sleep to long rest yeah that's fine I, I was just worried about drinking the nasty water out there right fair enough and now you don't have to no I don't have to um, I would like them to show me where their dead are buried they show you to a small fairy circle with many small gravestones. That's all I need. And then I'm going to make a phone call. Okay. So <clears throat> you call dad. Uh, hello, Kata Hikasa. Uh, we are about to uh, venture out into the uh, these dangers, uh, this uh, abomination that uh, has come to our world, that you have sent me here to fight. Uh, I was wondering if in your greatness, in your ultimate power and wisdom and knowledge, if you had any information that would help us in fighting this thing, or any thing that will, any item or, or anything that could help us in our journey to rid this world of this horrible affliction. So you send that prayer out uh, and it's silence for a few moments. And then you can hear kind of a whooshing noise come in from above. Uh, and as you look up, you can see Hatakasa's axe swirling in like a, like as if he, as if he was stood standing in the clouds and threw it down at you. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. And it sticks into the ground uh, before you next to one of the graves. Uh, 
and the ground of that grave begins to rumble and the, the earth softens and out climbs a elven skeleton with mi- missing its uh, waist down. So it's just sort of Katakasa's form, but this elven skeleton and it reaches up and grabs the axe. Uh, and as it sort of does this next gesture, um, it's the skeleton's form changes to look like Hadahakasa. Uh, so the skeleton, while transforming into a more proper form, grabs the axe with both hands, digs one of the edges in, and then hoists itself off the ground, as you've seen it poised before. Uh, as Kadakasa there then looks down with almost a, you know, a, a weary smile that only a skeleton can offer. He goes, you call upon me for power knowledge once again against something that I've told you is above and beyond most, if not all of us. Different, alien, not from here. An interesting foe to die to. Yes, uh, I apologize. I know this thing is otherworldly, but uh, so in a sense are you. Uh, What is your offering? Oh, my offering. Hmm. Uh, I'll reach up and I'll break off one of my horns. Uh, you, you, as you sort of reach up to do that, you see flesh, elven flesh, appear upon his jawline and and actually smile. The only way that a skeleton with flesh could. Uh, and he greedily takes the horn as the flesh falls off of his jaw and turns to ash on the ground. And he like looks at it and you can see him like crush it and like, you know, horn is just that it's, you know, it's keratin. Yeah, but, but he's he, a, it's a sign of uh, strength. No, no. Yeah, I know that. Sorry. I'm like explaining this for the listener because what oh, he yeah. does is like not how horns work. Yeah. He crushes it and you can see like bloody thick Iker drain down his arm. Um, and then he holds his hand back forward and you can see a small spiky lump in his skeletal palm, all that remains of your horn. And he takes it and he presses his palm. He grabs like the entirety of your head because his hand is massive by comparison to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, grabs the entirety of your head and you can feel his palm press this spiky little ball into your forehead. Uh, and you can feel it like scuttle underneath your skin. Uh, I will bow. Uh, thank you for this gift. I would ask what it does so I can use it to its fullest potential in your name. He he He's like actively trying to like rake his forearm bones across his teeth to like drink that like bloody Iker he had made from your horn. He goes, ah, deliver that spur to those you spurn. A headbutt would do. And my merciless appearance will be your blessing. Uh, 
I'll bow and uh, thank you for uh, your blessing of your visage upon me. And uh, he says, do you have anything else to offer? I do not want my people to be afflicted by this thing, as I see the forest being afflicted. The beautiful snows of my of my homeland should not be tarnished by this place. Sacrifice for these people is what is needed. And he'll lean back and like move his fur aside where his chest is and basically like put puff out his chest take what you need so i can protect these people you see hara hakasa lean forward as if to grasp at something within you but then he stops and says <laughs> no 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 not so easy is this for them no fun in this being so easy for them. Mm. They do not deserve your sacrifice yet, but in time I will take it. When the pact is over, maybe. Do you have anything else that you do not desire to keep that I could take? Do I have anything else? Have you ever had the cocoa bean? Yes, yes. Oh, very good. Uh... I've given you my horn. All I have is the other. Uh, my fists and my hands in which to break things. My feet and my hooves of which to carry me. My eyes to see my enemies. Uh, I don't believe I have anything at this time. How about that gold? No. Oh, I mean, all of it? Ah, you know what? You're right make up this journey easy it is yours uh so you just like produce the entire satchel of ten thousand gold yeah all right uh he care he like lets go of the axe uh and rests his rib cage across the, the haft of the axe as he grabs with both hands uh the sack of gold and you can see the gold begin to melt in his grasp, and he holds it above himself and cloaks his bony visage in gold. Uh, to the point where the majority of him is actually gilded now. Uh, <clears throat> to which he smiles and goes, you have made a great decision, Pact Being. Thank you. Hey, I have other gold, but, uh, you know, we should all recently come into some money. It's very nice. Uh, he nods and says, my blessing from this gold will come in time. I have preparations to attend to. As you say, sir. And he'll give him a bow and uh, wait for him to leave, I guess. Yeah, he... Uh, sort of like grabs the axe and like throws it like up into the air but doesn't let go so he just like flies away as i see him go i'm like ugh, so metal it's so metal 
and and then I'm gonna go find someone to see if they can put like a metal casing on like the stub of my horn. They do that easily. And uh, that is this is all I need. That's it. That is my list. All right. Can can I make one last minor request? Yeah. Uh, could I get a pipe of smoke monsters from Xanathar's Guide? <laughs> uh, does it do exactly what I think it does? It makes tiny smoke monster illusions, or they don't have to be monsters, but tiny smoke illusions. Not enough to like actually be a minor illusion spell, but yeah, more like a a, a smoking a, a smoking trick. Yeah, than anything else. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. World is dark and scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, something to to unwind at the end of the day when we make camp. Right. Alright. <clears throat> oh, Kenny, real quick. What yeah. does my headbutt do now? Oh, just it'll activate the blessing. Oh, cool. Excellent. Is that an action? Bonus action? Let's call it a bonus action. Or Hell whatever yeah. your gore action would be. Gore attack would be. Okay, cool. Thanks. Well, if nobody else has anything... I was hoping to lobby for a jug of alchemy. Uh, sure. Why not? Shit, I mean, awesome. If we're we're still throwing stuff out there, headband <laughs> of intellect. <laughs> can I can I please have the holy avenger? Oh, Here we go. Vorpal sword. Vorpal sword. You already Vorpal have sword. a dope ass sword. Get out of here. But Vorpal sword. <laughs> you dare put down the city's blessing? Oh. I would just rename it. <laughs> now this is the city's blessing. Oh it's man! Like brain time. This is now the city's blessing. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Um, yeah, fine. You have a plus two intellect headband. A plus two intellect, oh. boys. Get ready for calculus-based argument, Mara. <laughs> I don't want it. I hate it. I hate it. Please put it back. Yes. Anything? There's really like literally nothing that I'm trying to think. Like he wouldn't know of any like super cool magic weapons except for the ones that he got from his, his boss. I mean, also all of us like we we left our weapons to be coated in the, the stuff that whopped off my arm and made me not gonna die. Which is oh, very yeah, nice. I forgot about that. I don't want you to die. This is very good. Yeah, the, the, the white silver that's been added to the weapons of you all so you can actually kill this thing. Yeah. Yeah, but Red Claw's feeling a lot better now that he has the best armor that, you know, you can get. Basically, yeah. I'm just going to, like, walk Listen, up to my... It's friend. not Rust Dwarf Mercenary Armor, all right? I wouldn't go calling it the best. <laughs> Uh, Yo is gonna look, walk up to all his friends and they have all this stuff. He's just gonna reach up and touch his horn and be like, Yes, I made a very good deal. Look at this. This bag of cocoa. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, Yo, I think you got swindled there. Uh, yeah, it is you all Yo. swindled. 
you know, I, I, I hate to do this to you, but he'll pull up the jug of alchemy and pop one of the corks and just pour chalky milk. Uh, this, this, this can give you as much chocolate milk as you want. Yes, but are you going to let me carry it? I mean, no. Exactly. Mine. It's because it's mine. <laughs> exactly. This is, I have a bag of cocoa that I can take wherever I want. Mine. No one else. Unless you want some, of course. I've clearly demonstrated that I'm fine on the chalky milk front. Excellent. Very good. Now we're on secure on both ends. So, uh, <clears throat> yo, yep. did you call to your Takata Hakasa on the first day of the two days or the second of the two days? I would call him like first thing. Like, okay. Yeah. So, um, over the course of the two days, you realize uh, you have never slept better. And when you wake up, you see, you wake up with one of your eyes portraying a different vision of the world. It's shadowy and wispy. The forms of everything coming out of your right eye are different. Okay. Which... And your left eye is fine. Which eye do you sort of like pinch shut and focus through the other? The weird one. All right. Uh, as you sort of do that. So I'm sorry, making sure you're embracing the weird one or not. Yeah. Like, so, you know, when there's something wrong with your eye, like pick up, you like open that one up to see if there's like what's going on. Okay. So after you do that for uh, a few seconds, you sort of feel a coolness run through you. You have chosen to be undead today. Ah, very cool. This is a choice you just get to make every day. I like this. That's so fucking cool. Excellent. And you hear Katahakasa's laughter when you make the decision for the first time. It feels so close to you. This is nice. <clears throat> Things don't stay, by the way, all wispy and hard to see after you, okay. make, the, after you make the choice each day. Just to, okay. you know, not actually Just... gimp you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Any more than choosing to be undead already does in some ways, but we're not going to get into that. I don't know, man. Being undead is pretty sweet. I don't have to breathe no more. That's true. There are a lot of, be- there are a lot of benefits, to be sure. Yep. Right just up until one of us, uh, like, you know. uh, all of you could just not touch me, <laughs> your holiness. <laughs> I'm trying to be metal as shit over here. So as you all sort of interact with Yo over the course of the day, it's very obvious that he's made that decision. Maybe you don't know he's undead, but you you can just tell, especially the, the divine amongst you uh, mm-hmm. can just like be within five feet and be like, huh, he feels Smells like dead man. Now, now the question will be, what CR of undead is he? <laughs> oh. I see what you do. Man. <laughs> uh, fucking his level. Okay, good. Then he won't just accidentally disintegrate. 
least no. <laughs> yeah, out of the divine of us, one of us has turned undead. <laughs> I mean, it, it's destroy undead. <laughs> oh yeah, we're ninth level. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it's a weak undead, it just like CR one or lower, they're just gone. Yep, that's gross. Yeah, thankfully I'm CR nine now. <laughs> Judge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to have it when I see OP stuff. Oh, it's not that bad. CR nine undead. What, what does it even mean? Like, <laughs> what does it even mean? Like, uh... I, I I'm legitimately struggling to think of an interaction here that he could abuse with being a CR nine undead versus being just his normal self with undead benefits. We're going to have to stay tuned to find out. Do I get that sweet, sweet zombie benefit where if I go down, uh, I have to roll <laughs> roll less than the damage. I'm, I'm fine. You and I are going to tailor this over the course <laughs> of the next <laughs> week. Because <laughs> uh, I don't think that having like undead be as like a template exists in 5th edition. It does not. <laughs> so we're going to have to play with this hell yeah just to be clear the other half of that coin is if you fail the roll you die right yeah i get that but okay anyway, all right there's the no chat. death saving throws you can check out the chat the bottom one is yo just trying to be nice to you guys <laughs> <laughs> i mean that seems reasonable yeah uh i i will point out to you before this maybe becomes an issue uh, but most resurrection spells don't work on something that is currently considered an undead. That's fine. Okay. I'll be resurrected in the light of uh, my lord and savior, Kate Gasa. I also love how you, Ichabod, you think resurrection spells are going to work after all the shit we've seen. Yeah, I don't want to be resurrected. I'm sad. Big mood. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, that's an option. You can't decline. For any reason. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do any of you else want to try and do anything else during that two-day break? Enjoy myself. Mm. Um, Strong decision. Thank you. Yeah, to be honest with you, Red Claw would just get as much rest as possible, knowing this is probably the only safe place to rest. <sighs> um, Where they... Well, they didn't bury him, did they? The the arch druid. Uh, he, his his there was no corpse, right? Um, but do they have like a memorial or something like that constructed for him? Not. They haven't really concerned themselves with that until after this whole debacle. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were like starting that or not, because um, I was considering. Uh, taking the the second day um, that we had there to go ahead and I would cast um, Hallow uh, Daylight on that space. Mm. So it would protect, you know, there would be a a 60-foot radius protected space from terribleness. Right. All right. uh, So with... Oh, sorry. No, I kind of past that, just like not paying attention, just hit that barrier as I'm undead. Be like, oh, jeez, look at this. 
<laughs> Why is there this wall there? Who put this here? Uh, over over the course of the uh, the second day, we'll we'll spend the entire day um, writing an in depth report to the city, um, like painstaking detail of every single thing he's seen since arriving. And then uh, summon one of the uh, druids and yeah, if you don't mind, uh, this needs to get to Yal post haste. And the druid you hand it to nods, grabs it, stuffs it in his vest and immediately turns into an owl and flies away. Oh, fantastic. And yeah, that that'll be his thing. Uh... I'm going to spend a day getting used to my weapon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, your weapons are returned to you, and you're instructed by uh, Elder Wilting Rose to every so often during your travels slice with one of these weapons some of the local flora or fauna when the, the blight tastes the pain that this white silver uh, embedded in your weapons gives it can no longer hold up the illusion of what it is so you will not be tricked again aha neat cool I like this the night of the second day you are all uh, welcomed to join in a special dinner prepared just for you all. Uh, anyone who in, you know, in what's the word? Indulges. Indulges. Thank you. Uh, in this meal, the special magical meal uh, is affected by a extended hero's feast. Oh, yeah. I want to take my ring off. First. Nice. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, I want to enjoy it. Are you a very serious moment? But I it's it's amongst the most wonderful feast you've ever eaten. I mean, the vegetables are crisp, and I just popped the fuck out of that pea. Uh, are the the vegetables and fruits are super crisp. the The bread is warm and loamy. Uh, the meat is succulent, but not, you know, overly greasy. It's, it's full, but not, you know, abusively. So it's a menagerie of some of the finest food you've eaten in a long time to be sure. And maybe ever for some of you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Um, eating this meal and, uh, Enjoying it, uh, you will start to reminisce about back home. And before he leaves, he wants to ask for one more thing before he goes. Um, he just wanders, you know, asks one of the higher druids if there is something that could create a small amount of snow. Just in case I come to my end in this forest, I would like something to remind me of home. Something that will uh, 
fall over me and uh, remind me of the cold love the uh, tundra the druid smiles nodding an understanding of your request and takes the rest of the night but meets you all up the next morning as you are prepared to leave uh that same druid approaches you go and hands you a small crystal it's cool to the touch uh and she simply sort of tells you to crush it in your hand when you wish to be bathed in snow thank you this is a gift that i cannot repay a kindness she sort of folds your hand your hand over it and shakes her head the hope you give all of us is something we can never overpay for very good well gentlemen let's go save the world uh before we go yo i just want you to know if you ever lose that and i'll snap my fingers really quick cast a druid craft and a small bit of snow will fall on top of you i can cast i can make snow happen for you just in case you lose it though that's much more powerful i appreciate this if uh, i die in the woods make sure you cover my grave in Let's try not dying, but if it happens, I will. Thanks. I appreciate this. <laughs> None of us will be dying on this trip. Let's go. Like Yo said, save the world. I, I guess that's a good idea. If we stay here too long, the world will end around us anyways. Or uh, the bad thing will come closer and less uh, to uh, kick the crap out of it. Uh, let's meet it halfway. What do you say? Hmm. All right, then. Not a bad idea. Ichabod, friend. Yes. Uh, let, us, let us travel together. Let us do this one more time. Of course. We already got paid. I'd be wrong to back out on the deal now. Yes. You've all recently come into a lot of Let us uh, go on adventure. And Yo's just going to head off in the direction that they pointed us. Hey, um, so something that I just realized for... We haven't been recording this entire time. <laughs> oh my fucking God, what a, what a shit show that would be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so we modeled your Katahakasa pact off of the Undying one, right? Yeah. So yeah. I realized that your 10th level feature is essentially what I just gave you. Okay. Huh. So it's not technically undeath, but it's like essentially anything that I would give you, and it's kind of always uh on. And you don't have to worry about being undead. So let's put a pin in what you actually got from him. Okay. Uh because I don't want to just like make a redundant effect for you. Ah, yes, the undying nature. Yes. Tenth level, you can hold your breath indefinitely, don't require food, water, or sleep, blah, blah, blah. If if I can chime in for just a second. Yeah. So, Yo is multi-classed, correct? Yeah, I'm never going to hit level 10. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, so so you know what? Let's just fix this super easy and say with your massive tithe... As it were, 
He just mm. gave you undying nature. Cool. So you just got a 10th level class feature wicked early. Must Hell be fucking yeah. nice. Well, I mean, some of you got $10,000 worth of reagents. Some of you I'm got correct. amazing <laughs> magic items. He gets a class feature. Fair. I'm pretty sure I got 30, 30 grand worth of gold and magical items. So we coochie. Right. I also got the, the bag of cocoa. This. <laughs> now we're looking at the real winner here. This is the new I just came into some money. Right. <laughs> you like some cocoa. I've recently come into some chocolate. <laughs> All right, boys, we're burning daylight. Let's go. I never got that uh, figurative speech. Burning daylight. Daylight always burns. It burns itself. How are we burning? We'll burn with us and burn without us. Yo. Yes? I'm watching you. <laughs> Let's go. You've got the world to save, remember? Of course, yeah. I, I was walking in front of you. You were behind me. I didn't say that. Walking away. <laughs> <laughs> also, remember, you are uh, never scared to be alone in your house. You're always scared that you're not alone. So I, I just walk away. Brilliant. And I'll, I'll mumble to myself, I'm never fucking alone. Volk's always <laughs> right next to me, causing trouble. Speaking of which, where, the, where is that mutt? Ah, there he is. I'm watching you too, Volk. Carefully. Volk shrugs the only way a dog can. Fair. All right, so as you all begin your journey in the direction you were provided, I will light my critical wick barbarian. Oh, oh yeah. Great yeah. smooth. Good transition. I like it. I almost called it. I thought it I heard the cab. You always I do. I heard it. <laughs> it's, it's very good. It's definitely one of the, like, less... I say this with all the compassion in the world, and people who are like snobs about their aromas know what I mean. This is Barbarian is one of the the few scents of Critical Wick that you like absolutely cannot ignore. It is a very uh, aggressive smell, which is really on brand for being a Barbarian. But it it still smells really good. Yeah, it's it, like I said, it's super pleasant, but like you can't ignore it. It's a very bold scent. Yeah. That was the first one I got. Well, that makes sense for you. <laughs> In the same moment you got your Barbarian, I grabbed Paladin, and it's similarly a strong scent, but it made my entire house smell like Christmas. Yeah. For a while. It's a, it's a great choice for the holiday season. I, Absolutely. I smashed some Fighter and some Warlock together. I just put some duct tape on it and wrote Eldritch Knight how it's supposed to work. And then I found that. Oh, you mean a good one. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, no, but another scent that is also one that you cannot is fighter. It smells like leather. It's one of my. It's actually my favorite. Wife only lets me. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> so you guys begin your travel. Do you take any special precautions as you head that direction? Yes, all of the precautions. This place is dangerous. I mean, so systematically, every let's say 30 minutes or so of walking, I would try and cut the foliage like Elder Wilting Rose, Rose described. And I'd have Marla doing 100 foot circles around us 
for as long as eight hours goes. Gotcha. Yeah, Wilts will walk around uh, sword drawn, doing pretty much the same, alternating with uh, with Red Claw. So alternating every fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. So every fifteen minutes, I'd, he'll do every half an hour, but in between when Red Claw's doing it, so it'd be a fifteen minute. Gotcha. Whack. So yeah, at no point is there more than a fifteen minute break between one of you essentially yeah. checking the woods. Correct. Gotcha. Um, well, uh, despite how laborious this process is, it's definitely something that you keep to. And uh, with every moment one of you goes to do so, you probably get on guard knowing this could be the moment where everything turns and, you know, shit can get real. Yes. Um, did uh, any of you play Monster Party? On the NES back in the day? No, but that sounds like a great game. Yeah, it's, that sounds like a great. lot of fun. It's not. It's a. Oh. It's, oh. <laughs> it's, it's a really fun well, game. A it's game. a really fun, goofy Japanese horror game. Um, uh-huh. you, you play as a boy, and basically you get you know a monster crash lands out of a comet, and he's like, "You got to save the world, kid!" And he gives you your pa- you give he gives you his powers. And you just play through like things only like six stages the whole game. But like it's all about going from, you know, go right, go left. This each stage is kind of a 2D maze. Uh, and you're supposed to go into these doors and you fight mini bosses in each door. But that's not the mm. point. The reason why I brought it up is because very early in the first stage, everything looks normal, and then you cross like a very specific like pixel like wall, and the moment you cross it lightning strikes and the palette of everything flashes and sets in a different tone and like the pretty trees that were all around you are like that had like little happy faces on them turn turn upset and sad and they're like dripping with like blood instead of apples and like the tile set is all like gory and it, it just like goes from like fun times to we're having a bad time uh and i was going to describe that like that moment is around every 15 minutes corner as you one of you you know walks off the path and just like off like a small branch or a leaf or something expecting is this the turn is this when things are going to get crazy weird but it doesn't the whole day okay Hmm. all right do you all travel through the night no 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 hard no <laughs> no all right so we set up camp then yeah begrudgingly all right do you look begrudging wilt yeah. wilt would you like to travel this oh. place i mean we can not at all but i'm not exactly enticed by the idea of sleeping out here either Yes. You just plan to not sleep? Are you just gonna keep walking on for days and days? Oh, I'm far too old for that. But I'm not exactly crazy about staying out here. We need to be vigilant. Were we not vigilant before? Well, uh, from the sleep that some of you got, and it'll look right at Ichabod, I don't think so, no. That's That's fair. 
So I assume you all set up camp just like on or just next to the road or something like that? Mm-hmm. That's where I would put it. Yeah. Sure. And making sure to clip a branch or something before we set up camp that kind of reset everything. And uh, you guys set up camp. You guys set up guards, I assume, like normal. Yeah, um, I would like to say something in particular on my watch. Sure. Uh, being super paranoid after what happened last time, every 30 minutes of my watch, I'm going to go and cut a different piece of foliage on the perimeter of camp to make sure that nothing changes during my watch. Like nothing encroaches on us. Gotcha. Um, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> I will verbalize that to the party that that is my intention to like, I don't trust this forest. I'm going to be cutting the branches every 30 minutes or so. This is a good idea. Uh, Kenny, quick question. Yep. The thing says I don't need to sleep, but to reduce exhaustion, I have to sleep. Do I get exhausted from not sleeping? Um, let me see. Or is that just like put there so they don't multi-class into barbarian? And you just you're just never exhausted from taking battle rank or something. Well, so it says you although you still require rest to reduce exhaustion and you still benefit from finishing short and long rests. So I'm going to read that last bit as still benefiting from short and long rests as like. okay, so here's what we can do. Okay, let's say that without looking into this better yet. um. You do not need to sleep to okay. engage in a long rest. You can essentially short rest as a long rest. Okay, cool. Um, we'll just work it out later. Yeah, like I, I'll get, I'll, I'll look and read and like to check resting and stuff again. But yeah. for now, let's just say you could technically be the only guard for camp, and as long as you guys don't get interrupted terribly often. Yep. You would be able to get the benefits of a long rest. Cool. And later on, we can hot fix this. Yeah. But for now, let's just. Cool. Assume. Uh, then I'll just sit up with everybody and I'll help out. All right. Um, so. You still need to take the, the saves. Yeah, of course. Um, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> But all, I found a way around your trap. Yep. But all four of you uh, take 20 for all three of your saves. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh, nice. I mean, uh, sure, sure seems good. You sort of feel still very vitalized from that hero's feast that you had. Mm. Awesome. You need to know what it is after that, like. My con's like 20-something. No. Oh, okay, cool. Excellent. So nothing bad happens all night, question mark? No, not a thing. So <laughs> bad happens to us. <laughs> <laughs> so I, as Redclaw wakes up, he's going to stretch and look around and be like, really? Nothing. I mean, I didn't see anything, and I was... I'm... This is crazy. Nothing. Not an attack. Nobody had a bad night's sleep. 
Nothing. I mean, I feel fine. Is I it feel sad as that fine as I always do. Yeah, Wilt, we know, we know. Is it sad that that's the most strange thing that's happened this whole time? I mean, hold on one second, and I'll grab you by, I'll grab Breadclaw by his face and be like, are you actually awake? Redclaw's eyes get incredibly large and is like, Oh, you're right. I could still be in the conclave, and this is all a bad dream. Fair enough. I'm satisfied. All right, good. I'm glad. So, back to saving the world, boys. Oh, wait. No, we should hit breakfast. Whose turn is it again to make breakfast? Uh, I can make hot chocolate for the boys. That's not exactly <laughs> breakfast, yo. I mean, I'm not really that hungry, but, uh, <laughs> All right, yo, you make the, the, the cocoa water, and, uh, I'll get some eggs going. I'll make hot chocolate for the boys. <laughs> How do you boys prefer your eggs? Cooked. I don't know what I expected from you, Ichabod, but that makes sense. Right? <laughs> just... If I'm honest, for me, I like them a little runny so I can dip toast in them, but that's just a personal preference. I, I make the eggs as best I can to your satisfaction or to your specifications. I'm sure they're great. <laughs> Red Claw's trying his best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, breakfast is good, uh, serviceable on the road and all, and you guys pack up. Ah, thank you, boys. Wonderful breakfast. A good way to start the day. Yes, it was very nice. As I just sit there. <laughs> Red Claw looks around one more time as we start to pack up camp. Really? Nothing. <laughs> not even during breakfast. I'm not a fucking asshole, okay? Who is that other worldly voice? <laughs> All right, I guess we're just gonna keep walking. And the first thing I do as we leave camp is I cut a bush and I look around really suspiciously, like, come on. <laughs> no, nothing. Piece of shit forest. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. No, we're definitely gonna die. You're gonna be like, oh, we're absolutely gonna die now. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> after everything we've been through, we're the most prepared that we've ever been, and nothing. <laughs> like, Suspicious. To, expectations subverted, motherfucker. <laughs> to, to help Red Claw feel like his his cautious nature is paying off, uh, like an hour into our walk. When he cuts one of the bushes, can I just try to subtly use thaumaturgy to make the the bush like gasp? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask the, for rules enforcement. If it's gonna be secretive, can we get a sleight of hand check, for favor? I was gonna ask for a deception check, but yeah. Okay, that's fair. Any any kind of check because uh, my passive perception is 19. <laughs> okay, I gotta roll a natural 20. I believe in you. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> six. Wait, what was what was the roll? A six. Uh, 
I rolled a six. So either deception or sleight of hand are are both a minus one for me. <laughs> All right. Well, even Wilt caught it. <laughs> if you had fooled Wilt, he would have destroyed the bush. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn to Ichabod as I see this happen. Good. Appreciate it. But this is serious, Ichabod. You gotta admit, it's strange that we've been in the forest a day and night, and nothing's happened. It's it is strange, but at least it's nothing. Just one more check. Volk, come here. And I'm gonna assume Volk comes over. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna pick him up or I'm gonna hold his face with both cheeks. Look him dead in the eye. Are you still a pain in my ass? So this is like, I want to know what you, I want you all to know what I do for this. I'm actually going to put my hands on my cheeks. Like you're holding my face. Bow. (laughs) All right. We're fine. (laughs) Everything checks out. Thank you, Dungeon Master. That is my favorite moment in the campaign. <laughs> Folks, still a pain in my ass. And uh, I'm going to continue walking. <laughs> oh my god, that was perfect. <laughs> Too good. So this jovial morning uh, has an interruption. No more... Sorry, no more than an, an hour further down the road do you all have to go before you see something in the distance hobbling down the road towards you all. Uh, scouted out by Marla, she's able to identify it looks like it's a conclave elf, withered and pale. Hurt, for sure. Oh... I'm going to relay that to the party and start running to the Conclave Elf with Volk in tow. Wait, do not run too far ahead. Uh, it's Conclave Elf. I got it. Uh. Well, before Redclaw gets out of arm's reach, Wilt is going to reach out and slap him with protection from evil and good. Okay. I'm going to summon my axe. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to draw my sword. I'm not going to draw a weapon. It looks like a Conclave Elf. I am going to slash a bush on my way over. Okay. Nothing. Damn it. Cool. (laughs) So let me know when I get close enough to like speak, not yelling. Just make sure everyone else is like trying to follow, but he's, I I assume faster. I'm dashing. Yeah. 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 Well, like what's your move speed? Mine's 35 as an elf. Right. And everyone else is like 30. Yeah. Yeah. 30. 25. Okay, so, so, so everyone is is behind, but Echabod, you know, you're actually gaining on uh, gaining distance, uh, or you know, losing him. Yeah. Uh, so you get about sixty feet away, and you can see much, much better. Uh, they seem like completely like devoid of color. I mean, this was probably a pretty vibrant, you know, darker skin from the sun wood elf druid at some point but his druid focus drags on the ground limply grasped by the last two fingers in his hand that have the strength to hold it uh you know he he's clutching a reagent pouch 
to his left breast as he just sort of like half drags a foot in his gait. His stare is a thousand miles past you all. He's not looking at you all. He's just trying to get home. Uh, once Wilt get, gets within 60 feet, he'll use his divine sense um, to sense undead or desecrated ground. Okay. Um, so you do that right about when Red Claw would be close enough, like within 10 feet of him. Yeah. Uh, your divine sense is a void where he is and it's the it's this like wriggling warming black energy of a void uh and in fact it feedbacks into you and you're blinded for one round oh shit uh he will yell immediately red claw don't go close to that man i am blinded i'm blinded by him oh I'll stop at that, and from whatever distance I'm at, I'll be like, can you tell us who you are? And I'll make sure to backpedal and keep my distance, believing that my party member is trying to protect me. But I'm really conflicted about it. Uh, so this wood elf is going to stop at the, 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 the yell of the paladin. And the paladin, or sorry, it's going to look at you, and like its mouth's going to drop as much as its skin will allow. Oh. Uh, it's going to drop the reagent pouch in the focus, throw its clawed hands out towards as if to grab you. Okay. Uh, and let loose the scream that the thing from John Carpenter's The Thing makes. In oh, a, cool. Uh, yes. yes. In awesome. The, in, in the kennel rip. scene, like that, like really like yep. long, echoey like uh-huh. alien ass scream this one yeah basically yeah that uh, one. look it up it's a great sound effect uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. if you it's a great movie seen, if you have not seen the thing by john carpenter you're doing yourself a mistake. fact Correct. my favorite horror movie of all time uh so it's up there yeah so it makes that noise uh and cl- and like grasping at you uh okay make a uh, deck save. Everybody or just Red Claw? Just Red Claw. See you. 21. So you hey. deftly step back from its its arms that grow a few feet longer to grab oh. at you. Uh, and when it misses, it screeches uh, and you can see a tether of flesh that has been leaving in its wake grows taut and the elf catapults backwards down the road, hundreds of feet crossed in seconds. Uh, until it's can I get an exact distance? I mean, miles. Oh, miles of distance. Oh. Like, uh, in like oh. maybe 10 plus seconds. Thanks. Like I hate a it. computer glitching. <laughs> oh, that's some high ping he's got. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't go with him. That was a date I was not ready for. Um, I guess I wouldn't be allowed to... Hunters now. Okay, spells take forever to cast. JK. I was like, I want to mark him, but he's gone. Um, I want to cut a plant nearby just to make sure that that 
was real or at least that there's not something else not real nearby yeah so you cut the branch and it's fine okay Kenny. uh yeah will takes a knee and is just blinking and kind of waving his hands waving a hand in front of his face it only lasts for a round okay well then yeah he, he regains his sight and shakes his head and stands back up will tell you all right no, you said you were blind, but is this effect uh, permanent? Can you see me? I I can see you. Just a moment. Uh, but that thing, that thing was not... I don't even know if it was of the this realm. It wasn't living. It wasn't quite undead either. It was not... It's not of this world. It is but not the thing of Yalzar. But it looked just like one of the druids from the conclave. Yes, yes. It will probably... Yo looks like a living person, but that's a day-to-day thing. You're right, I'm not a person. I am yak folk. Uh, yes, yak folk. So, <laughs> I know this is going to sound stupid, but we need to go forward, don't we? Of course, but we need to be ever more vil- vigilant. We can't be suckered into traps like we just were. You're right. I'll be more careful next time. I'm sorry. I let my emotions get the better of me. Well, you did as I would have done. It is all right. Uh, If I would have seen young calf yak uh, out there wandering in the woods, I would have to see if I could save him. Or her. Them. It's something that... Would have been done. So Red Claw's gonna look at you, yo, after saying that and remember something you tried really early on. Yo, are you still able to bring up a helper? Because I feel like that was a good sign that we need as much power as possible. Mm, yes, I can do this, but uh, uh, corpse of a humanoid, not the, uh, not the beast. It was wrong uh, in my beginning assumptions. Uh, that's... I guess that's going to be hard to find here. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. Uh, quick question. How far are we from that village we visited? Are we going in somewhat of the same direction or no? I can't remember. I don't think so. Uh, bummer. Come here for a second. Come here, son. Me? If, if he'll allow me, uh, I'll reach up with my, my glowing hand. I'm going to mutter you. a dwarven word of protection and just kind of flick him on the forehead uh, and cast Death Ward. Be more careful. I understand your heart's in the right place, but you, you took off without the rest of us. I, I hear you, Ichabod. What do you do to my head? I feel it's kind of tingles a little. I... A precaution in case you go being reckless like that again. Um, For the next eight hours, the first time you would drop to zero hit points as the result of taking damage, you instead drop to one hit point. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Ichabod. Hopefully we won't need to use it, but I guess um, he kind of flicks one foot over the other and puts his hands behind his back. I guess I would be the primary candidate for this spell. Sad to say. 
Unfortunately. Hopefully it is not needed, but just in case. I appreciate it. Well, shall we continue then? Alright, let's get moving. And if uh if the blindness didn't uh break his concentration, um Red Claw still has protection from evil and good for the next like nine minutes. Yep. All right, Marla, back in the sky you go. Let's get to it. All right. You all continue to travel uh, some some more distance. Uh, ever vigilant, snipping the tree line as you go every 15. <clears throat> you see the drag marks for where for, for quite some time. And then about 10 plus minutes of travel, you see the track marks deviate off the path and into the wood. Hmm. <clears throat> Should uh, we investigate it? So if I recall, I got berated quite a bit the last time I said we should go off the trail. Remember, our motto is to stick to the trail. Yes, but is this thing going to be at the end of the trail? How should I know? Okay, mm. let's put it, let me put it this way. Red Claw, if you were a creature from another world, come, to, mm-hmm. come here to devour everything that is good and right. Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. Maybe you ju- it is just your natural way of things. Uh, where would you hide? At the end of the trail or in the middle of a wood filled with danger? Automatic natural protections, that's good to... Uh, aid in your security so turn to your will i see your point but we're also assuming that creature was sentient in a much higher capacity than what i saw it i'm not convinced it's that smart and uh I, uh, it was that, small. yo i think uh i think you may have answered your own question uh it is of the blight the blight is everywhere it doesn't matter if we follow its into the woods, into an obvious trap, or we keep on the trail something close to what we know. Very well, but uh, I think we are underestimating. I think we've estimated it quite enough, or uh, quite well enough, at least. It is everywhere. The blight is the woods. We are grossly outmatched. However, if we keep on the path, I believe we'll get to the heart of it. Very good. Let's just continue on this path then. Uh, even with that said, he's still going to do a perception check on the um, the tracks. Sure. Uh, if I may, Dungeon Master, as I see that, I would like to do the help action or... It's a 17 off of just the one. Well, you get advantage because he's helping you. Oh, okay. Well, then it. Um, I rolled a second one when he said he was going to help. So that was a 19 ending up in a 23. Okay. So you can see the disturbed foil- foliage for quite some distance. It's a zigzaggy pattern that goes deep into the wood. All right. Oh, and uh, it looks like it just kept going from here. Uh, something of that much speed, 
I doubt following it into a dense brush is going to help us at all. And I don't think the Mothers of the Wood will be at the end of this path to help us. <laughs> you see Red Cloud shaking his head vigorously. Aye, I agree. I think we shouldn't go down that way. Uh, I think we should uh, <clears throat> walk a little closer than we have been. Close ranks, make sure, keeping a better eye on each other. Uh, agreed. Then maybe let's turn up the volume of the uh, attacks against the foliage. This seems good to me. So we double it then. Knife. Alright, so. Alright. Do you all continue forward? Yep. On the pass. That's the way. Yep. Wilt's weapons drawn and he's slashing at the foliage quite a bit. Okay. Red Claw will draw his bow now, too, after seeing that. Mm hmm. Assume you're all ready for a fight at this point. Yes. Correct. Yep. Well, wishes are granted sometimes because not another five minutes of travel does it take for one of you to snip one of the local flora and for that tree to screech in pain and the illusion of the wood just evaporates everywhere but the path is instead of its normal green, densely wooded self, is instead replaced with an alternative visage entirely. The trees are covered in this red spiderweb veiny, like arteries that like are pumping uh, down towards the ground, uh, stealing and devouring the life of the trees. The bushes are almost all but weed and, you know, devoid of life. There is no animal sounds at all. The only thing you hear is the pain you caused this tree. And in turn, you can see the earth is covered in this like thin layer of like white bone earth rather than lively loam that this wood calls its ground. Everywhere but the path is like this. And as the one tree begins to scream, all of the others join. And you can hear this deafening cacophony of pain that seems to last forever, but is only a few seconds long, and then it stops. And it is complete silence. You can hear each other breathe. You're not in Kansas anymore. The other shoes dropped. I want to go back. I'm fucking Can I go excited. back to the graveyard town, please? Dance with dead, please. Uh, do we roll initiative? Do, what yeah. do we do? I'm I so, mean... Yao's, like, jaw, jaw just drops. Because, you know, he's been messing with undead, like, just like, he thought he knew what horror would look like. He thought he aligned himself with it. And now he sees this. Uh, gentlemen, I 
know we talked about saving the world, but this is going to be far harder than I expected. Wilt will walk up uh, straight in front of him and raise his shield in kind of a defensive stance. Of course it's going to be harder than we thought it was. Nothing's ever easy. But I think we can win. <laughs> he says it with a big shit-eating grin on his face, but he's dead staring the tree that screeched. Uh, I'm behind you, old man. Uh, so if it makes you feel any better, yo, I'll tell you some inspiring words that Volk gave me once to bolster your confidence. One day, he told me, bow. Bow wow, bow. I felt better. You should too. And you can see that Red Claw is trying to make a terrible joke in a very inappropriate time. Despite that, Volk on the ground is like nodding as if he understood like, mm -hmm, yeah, I did say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Those are words that I have said. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you should I'm take those to heart. <laughs> I appreciate my art, my art, my art credit. <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess it was a good thing that Beth. <laughs> uh, With that, several of the trees behind you all, you have realized you've not traveled very deep into this. In fact, if you look back far enough, you can see green. But doing so, you also see several of the trees close behind you throw themselves out of their roots to block the road behind. Mm. Ooh. Ah, you know, back home in the desert, we don't have any trees at all. <laughs> Ain't gonna worry about this shit. <laughs> you wouldn't have to fucking worry about it. Just fucking red dragons, death brine salt lakes, and fire giants everywhere. Fuck. So much easier than the situation trees. we're in. <laughs> I mean, Not probably. A fucking tree in sight. Uh, all right. So do we chop uh, our way back, or uh, do we keep going forward? I don't like not having an escape plan. I know that sounds kind of cowardly, but I think we should at least... Well, what are the odds we cut these down and more trees just block our path? There are quite a few around. Let me ask you something. If we have escape plan and we go back and this thing continues to grow, what is your escape plan after that? No, no, you're misunderstanding me, yo. I'm not saying escape permanently. But sometimes it's better to run away and come up with a new plan than just die moving forward. I think we had our opportunity to do just that. We've already done it. We went back to the Conclave. We outfitted. We are in this now. And he'll uh, stretch out with his divine sense again just to kind of get a feel for what this... Um, wall of trees looks like or feels like uh the moment you turn your divine sense on everything but the road is that black swirling squirming mass and you are blinded and deafened for a minute jeez wilt hits the floor anyone who looks at wilt sees his eyes 
are producing small amounts of black smoke. Will, what the hell did you do? Oh, jeez. He's going to, like, I'm going to make my axe dissipate, and then I'm going to drop down and, like, pick up his head and be like, Ichabod, do anything. Hit him with healing power or something. I don't know. Uh, Will's yeah, shaking. Yeah, yeah. Will's trying to shake out of anybody that touches him. Any grip. Um, he hasn't swung his sword, but uh, he's he's shaking. He's trying to get loose from anything, and um, he'll try to say it to the best of his ability. I cannot see and I cannot hear. Do not move me. I'm not. I won't move him, but I will I'll, just put him there. He'll just keep repeating that. Just. I don't expect it to really do anything, but I, I at least need to try. Yeah. What is it? Cure wounds. Okay. Uh, uh, before you do that, Ichabod, I've seen you do that before. I might have a better answer to that. And uh, I'm going to try and stop you if you'll let me. Yeah. And I'm going to rub my hands together, grab some of uh, some components out of my pouch, and try and cast Lesser Restoration on Wilt removing uh, Blinded. It only lets me remove one condition. All right. So I'll pull a second level spell slot on that. You do that, and his eyes no longer are clouded. In in fact, you can again see, but are still deafened. Wilt's panic uh, settles a little bit, and he looks to everyone frantically and goes, I can see you now, but I cannot hear. And he just points to his ears. I, uh, I, I'll just I, give him a thumbs up. <laughs> Wilt will feebly return it and then say, give it time. When I was blinded previous, it passed in moments. This may pass soon. We can hope. So he's yelling, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm screaming all of this. I'm going to turn to Ichabod at that and be like, let's give it some time. Now that we know it can be cured, if it doesn't go away in an hour or two, I can try less, the spell again to see if I can remove his deafness. That's, that's good. Uh, I'll, I'll start keeping that, uh, that spell in mind going forward. All right. Well, I'm going to look down Will and like just, just kind of scream at him. We are going to keep walking, okay? I don't know what you're saying. Your breath is terrible and chalky milky. <laughs> sweet like cocoa. Jerk. I'll drop it. I'll just get up. <laughs> all right. Uh, so as you all sort of get yourselves back to your feet and begin to recover, potentially to look moving forward again, um, before we go yes forward the the trees that fell and blocked the road behind us yeah um to just prove to myself that you know corruption or not these are still trees um i would like to cast blight on them the largest tree that is sitting there okay in our way <laughs> Uh, in your way back. Yeah, in the way back, gotcha. yes. All right. Uh, if that's cast on a plant, it just automatically fails to save, right? 
I believe so, right? Da, 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 spell. Oh. Well, target plant or magical plant, it makes saving throw a disadvantage. Right. And okay. the spell deals maximum damage to it. However, the spell has no effect on undead or constructs. So uh, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> uh, it fails to save. Okay. That's it, 64 it, necrotic damage. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, Holy yes. shit. What, what that spells for. <laughs> Yelp. Uh, so this thing withers mm-hmm. into gray ash. All right. There's still trees. As as I see that happen, I'm just going to look to you real quick. Ichabod. Good. Only a million more to go. Well, I mean, I don't plan on getting rid of the whole forest, but you see a disappointed look in Red Claw's eyes as you <laughs> mentioned you're not going to kill all these trees right now. <laughs> but um, at least now I know it works. And cleared a little bit of the path out if we need to make a tactical departure seems uh, fine I, yeah. has Wilt regained his hearing yes okay so he'll get up and say now I've stretched out before to sense undead and other beings for the party I tried to do the same here when we were trapped by these trees that's what caused my blindness and deafness a great rebound of void from everything outside of this path for now the path is sacred we need to stay on the path seems good to me any more good news we should know about I can see and hear again that's positive. Ah, it's a good silver lining. I like it. Gotta look at the upside. Plus. Aye. So... I appreciate your help on the matter. And he'll point to his eyes. Of course, but well. I think we have uh, no other choice but to keep moving. And to keep on our guard. If anyone has long-lasting protections... I suggest we start setting them up now. And I'll summon my axe. Okay. Uh, this is a long-lasting action. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can agree with that. And he'll draw his sword and move to the front of the party. Uh, tense my bowstring, send Marla back into the air to scout for us. Okay. The moment you send Marla up, uh, she needs to make a deck save. Of course she does. Oof. Oh, D&D. Tell me what the crow's dexterity is. Come on, baby. Plus 20. Oh, plus two. I'll take a plus two. <laughs> and that would be a whopping eight. So the moment Marla begins to fly up, you know, past the canopy, uh, the branches of the trees lash out. Uh, to attack her. 
um, she is not spared their grasp, and she poofs almost immediately. Yeah, she does have one hit point. You got me there. Uh, so I could summon Marla back, but that seems like a waste now. Maybe I should just save it for emergencies. Doesn't look like we're going to be getting any scouting information while we're under the tree line. A wise decision. Yes, uh, no need to summon them. Okay. At that point, I turn to Volt. Wish you could fly. Wow. Mm. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was smart. <laughs> yeah, uh, Volk is too focused on the road ahead. Fair. Uh, and then I'm ready to move forward when you guys are. Yeah. Uh, Wills will definitely be leading the party. Shield first. So you all begin to travel. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not long, maybe an hour before you can see the path splits up ahead. And at the split, sort of what seems to assumedly cause this split seems to be a large cave opening, sort of like a what would lead to a subterranean area. Mm. I mean, is there any reason we should go into a cave in a cursed forest? Well, I mean, it's still pretty far out. Do you guys want to get closer before you talk about it? Nope. I want to talk about it from here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm inclined to agree. Well, trees don't usually grow in caves. Okay, that's one plus. Yeah. It it might be safer in there. Can any of us not see in the dark? I can definitely not see in the dark. I can also definitely not see in the dark. Well, that is unfortunate. Because unless you've got something, Ichabod, it is unfortunate because I can only cast a tiny flame with Druidcraft. It's a small trick I know, and I'll snap my fingers, and for a second you'll see a little flame, but it it doesn't really last that long. Here, Um, let me show you a trick that Yakfo is using. And I'll get in, like, wander into my pack, and I'll pull out Torch. Ancient yak folk secret. So that's cute and all, Yao, but what happens if we run out of torches and we're stuck lost in the cave in some subterranean complex with giant, terrible monsters? And I'm just going to pretend like he goes and rambles until someone stops him. Uh, Then we do this, and I'll snap my fingers with my glowing hand and cast light on it. Now that's a trick I like. Aye, and I might have a much brighter alternative, but it only lasts for a short while, so we'll use it in case of emergencies. Now, on the subject of climbing into a cave in a blighted wood where we all might die, I'm not keen on it. Or it could be safe. But what benefit do we have from going into it is my question. What benefit is a well-fortified place to sleep? Oh, that's right. We have to fucking sleep in this forest. Eventually. Yes. What's uh? What's the time looking like now? Midday. Yes. Like on the earlier side of midday, to be fair. Okay. Right. I think it's a bit early to be thinking about setting up camp. If we're trying to save the world, we should do it in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> True. 
but it is still farther down the road. Yes, we have time. Well, let's approach with caution and let what we find as we get closer be the dictator. Uh, as we move forward, Dungeon Master, Yep. I'm still going to nick a tree or two on our way because while I understand that we see Blighted Forest, I don't trust that it's not going to try and pull some other kind of illusion out of its hat. So I'm still going to nick a branch every now and then. <clears throat> so, oh, yeah, same. Me. Reasonable. So everything is completely silent until you guys snip a tree. Every time one of you snips a tree, that tree and an echoing sort of reverberation in that direction, uh, the trees screech gently. Mm. So... I'm at a bit of an impasse here, gentlemen, and I want to talk to you about it. I feel like we might be giving away our position by doing this, but I'm also super afraid that if we don't do it, the forest is going to play tricks on our vision again. Any suggestions from the more veteran members of the party as far as combat tactics go? Yes. I'll, I'll step in right away as uh, the most veteran, and I'll throw up quotes. Uh, of course we want to keep hitting the trees. Well, uh, the enchantments on our weapons are some of the only weapons against this blight. We should attack it as much as possible, especially if we know it's hurting it. Yes, it's unpleasant hearing the trees scream, and yes, it might provoke some sort of retaliation, but we know we're having an effect here. I say we increase the frequency of our attacks. Strike as much as possible. Uh, yo, you wanted to provide an opinion? Uh, it's reason blighted. They are the enemy. I will cut my enemy down. And at that okay. Point, like, just, like, just rip my axe into one of them and try to honk a, just you know, cut a chunk out of one. So that's that's two for being loud and cutting at the blight. I'm not saying I disagree. Ichabod, I mean, your yeah. opinion. I I was going to suggest that perhaps being quieter might be a benefit, but uh, Mr. Brocard does make a good point. Uh, the enemy is everywhere. So... We will be constantly surrounded no matter what. We may as well show that we have the means to fight back. Okay, so it sounds like three for cutting every couple of minutes or so. And I will abstain from this vote being the green member of the party. So that um, image I liked is not um, purposeless. Oh, Jesus. Because as you approach oh, the, the oh, split, boy. that okay. cave entrance is not a cave entrance. It's a large, lame head. It doesn't look like the one in the picture, but it is a large Good. mouth agape head with its eyes uh, wrapped closed by uh, flaps of skin. And several of these like red veins are suspending the mouth open. You can see that the tongue that lays limp on the floor uh, is 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 like sort of 
you know, moving with with this ma- this cave as it breathes. I will very quietly uh, say to the others, I've changed my mind. I think we should be quiet. Yes. So agree with being quiet. But at the same time, that's our enemy. Shouldn't we go strike it down? No, nope, you're right. And I'll take my axe. <laughs> So won't do anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's part of the blight, and it's got to be causing some kind of problem around the forest. Maybe if we kill it, this part of the forest might be somewhat restored, or at least we could hold some of the blight. And with that, I'm gonna try and make a general perception check, Dungeon Master. Uh, sure. I want to see if this lame head if it looks like the blight is maybe either coming from it or it's enforcing the blight or anything that would suggest that it has something to do with the blight in this area. Go for it. We roll the D say. I can't, can I give myself guidance? No. You t- yep, you're right. 18. So it's an interesting relation that you can perceive because it's the... The corruption seems to be holding this thing back. Oh, no. (laughs) But Uh is very clearly not a natural thing here. Uh, And was probably created by the blight. And as you all sort of take a second to look at this wicked thing, the flaps on its skin uh, flap back as it lurches its head forward, breaking some of the vines. Roll for initiative. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Of course. Because we have <laughs> five minutes left of session. Uh, <laughs> that's five minutes of a fight, my man. Quick. Yeah. I'm sure we can around five minutes. You know. No. <laughs> uh, I'm with Kenny on this one. <laughs> so we'll leave it there for this week. I hope you all have enjoyed this session of the Dungeons and Dragons campaign, the body horror campaign. I've been your host and dungeon master, Kenny. We had our fighter warlock. Uh, good night, everyone. Our paladin. Uh, good night, everybody. This is Jesse playing Wilch Cod. Don't get eaten. Our cleric. Everyone, this has been Nick as Ichabod. Thanks for listening. And our ranger druid. Hey, everybody. This is Scott playing Red Claw. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.